you guys. Welcome back to the Christmas series of the Spruce Homes podcast. I am joined today by one of my very best friends, Ashley Quick. Hi. So I'm just going to give you a quick lowdown on her. Lots of you guys may already know her or have seen her on our social media or just around town, actually. But Ashley is a certified sports nutrition consultant, a lover of food, She is a bikini competitor who recently achieved her long-term goal of turning pro. She did this at a show in Toronto, and we as a family are really, really proud of her because we watched her go through this journey, Um, and it's a huge accomplishment. She posts a lot of recipes on her social media, and Brad and I and Ray have tried her cooking because, like I said, she's one of our best friends, and it is seriously amazing. So she's here today to talk with us about some of her favorite holiday recipes and cooking for the holiday season. So you guys better get a pen and paper ready because these are going to be good. (laughs) Thank you so much for having me. I'm so happy to be here. I will share these recipes on my social media and maybe you can share it via Spruce Homes again as well. Perfect. Just so you don't have to write them down because not that they're difficult or there's a lot of ingredients, but you know, yeah, I listen to podcasts while I watch my dog, walk my dog. (laughs) So there's no way I could write these down if it was me listening. Yeah, exactly. So one of the things I love about Ashley is that she cooks with (laughs) ingredients that are easy to use, um, ingredients that are easy to find and Believe me, I'm like the most simple chef in the entire world. I shouldn't even use the word chef in something that I'm talking about myself in. But I personally own her cookbook. She has two cookbooks, correct? Three. Oh, three cookbooks. Yes. One is like a mini breakfast one. It's just like, it's fairly short. Okay. Um, And then one is a protein baking book. So it's like delicious recipes for like cookies and cakes and that kind of stuff. But all using protein powder because so many of us have a hard time eating enough protein. And then one is like dinner recipes. Which is the one I have. Yeah. And probably one of my favorites. It's the one I use the most often because it's like lazy lasagna, you know. Mm -hmm. And your beef fried rice is like a staple in our house. Oh, thank you. I'm so glad you like it. I actually forgot all about about it. I have spent so much time trying to like invent new recipes that I forget what I already have. And then when I go back, I'm like, why don't we eat this more often? I know your beef fried rice. And then there's a chicken like pasta dish in there. And those are two of Brad's favorites. And the great thing about Ashley's recipes that they're, they make a ton of leftovers. So we do a lot of them so that we have leftovers for the week because our weeks are usually pretty chaotic. Oh, good. I'm glad that it's working out for you. Yeah. (laughs) So Ashley's got three recipes she's going to talk with us about today for holiday baking um, and drinking. So I'll let her get into the first one. The first one that she's going to chat about is a drink. So I'll have you take it away. Yeah. So the first one is homemade eggnog. Do you like eggnog? You know what? I've never had eggnog. What? I know. I'm oh my gosh, what, 32 years old and I've never had eggnog. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so people love or hate eggnog. It's one of those things that can go either way. Uh-huh. But part of the reason I think is because people are drinking store-bought eggnog, which can be very sweet and thick. You would actually really like it, I think. Is it like an egg texture though? No, no, no. Okay. It's um, creamy. So it's made with cream. Oh, not you my know recipe. I like cream. Yes. <laughs> Cream and sugar and a bunch of eggs, but the eggs just make it like kind of frothy and thick feeling. Okay. Um, and it's got a cinnamon, like a light sweet flavor with like, like a cinnamon. Cin- cinnamon, like nutmeg kind of thing going on inside. Okay. But the recipe I make is the recipe I'm asked for most frequently at Christmas time. Really? Okay. Yes, because the eggnog is a little bit different than store bought, quite different than store bought. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and it's a little bit lighter to drink because I find store-bought eggnog is too sweet, so I can't have more than one glass. And then it's like thick, like you're drinking cream, like you get a stomach ache, or at least I do, after a few glasses. So this recipe is my dad's recipe, and it's the eggnog I grew up on. And so when I eventually went and tried store-bought eggnog, I was like, this is gross, what is this? So I can see when people say, oh, I don't like eggnog. Yeah. Well, try my eggnog, <laughs> and then we'll talk. <laughs> so all you need to do, grab a blender, add four cups of milk. I always use 2% milk, but you could try other kinds of milk. Um, five ounces of rum, and it can be any kind of rum. My dad makes it with white rum, but I would make it with dark rum, just a little bit more like a caramely flavor to it. Yep. One whole egg. Store-bought usually has like four eggs per garden, and Woo! one will do it. Um, one whole egg, just raw. You just crack it right into the blender. Half a teaspoon each of vanilla and cinnamon, and then a third of a cup of honey. And you can add some nutmeg to this. I'm not a huge nutmeg person, so I don't always add it. Um, but it's an optional thing that you could, you know, include. So honey, does it need to be like the raw honey or it can just be like the stuff you squeeze out of the little bear? It can be the stuff that you squeeze out, like into, okay. as long as it's melted and will blend well okay. um, in the blender. And then you put the lid on, blend it until it's frothy. Just make sure that you have some extra space at the top of your blender because it will grow. Like when the egg and the milk blend together, they get all frothy, kind of like a latte or something. And rum in there too? And the rum is in there too. Okay. Um, blend it all together, pour it in a cup, and then I like to put fresh cinnamon over top on the like foam. And it is delicious. So do you drink it cold or do you drink it cold. warm? Definitely cold, not warm. I mean, maybe you could do a heated eggnog. But I don't this know why cold. I assumed eggnog was warm. No, it's cold. It's cold. You get okay. it in the refrigerated aisle at the grocery store. Oh, well, there you go. See how little I know about eggnog. <laughs> okay, well, maybe we're going over to Ashley's house Friday for a little Absolutely. celebration. Maybe Absolutely. we'll try some. And you can adjust the amount of honey you use. So some people like it not so sweet. So that's me. I like it like just lightly sweet. Mm-hmm. And some people probably like you. <laughs> like it like quite sweet. <laughs> like you're drinking a candy cake. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So uh, you can adjust it. And you can play with all of the ingredients as much as you like. Um, but... It is an overall crowd pleaser is what I So when say. do you serve eggnog? When people arrive for Christmas. Um, so we have it on Christmas morning at my parents' house. Everyone arrives. My dad whips up a fresh batch of eggnog. We drink it and then open gifts and that kind of thing. Oh, fun. And then people come to my house, same thing. When you arrive, I'll be like, would you like some eggnog? And then we go about <laughs> our festivities. Oh, I love it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's good. Okay. And like Ashley said, she's going to put these on her Instagram stories, which we'll tell you how to find her at the end of this episode. But she's going to put these recipes out there tomorrow. So if you don't have a pen and paper, if you're in the car, which I'm sure a lot of you guys are, then you can reference them there. Yeah, absolutely. Screenshot. Yes. The next one I want to talk about is chocolate rum balls. And I made these for the first time this year for a Christmas baking exchange that I'm part of. I feel like we're on a rum kick here. Oh, right? (laughs) Totally. Totally. Um, and they were so good. I did not want to give them away. Um, they're very rich tasting. So you bite into them and they're like decadent, like chocolate. And it's oh, like a I little love bit that. chewy. Yeah. It just hit the spot and they're not very big. So you can have one or two and not feel bad about it. Yeah. Um, and you can also sub out the rum for cream instead. So if say you wanted to serve this to your child, yeah. to Ray, yeah. um, the, the cream is just as good. The okay. rum only kind of hits at the very end. So you eat it, it's delicious, decadent, <laughs> and at the end you're kind of like, oh, there it is, I get it. <laughs> so this one is super, super quick to make as well. So you just get a bowl, 
and you're going to add 200 grams of Oreo crumbs. So if you buy the Oreos, like the pre-crushed crumbs, yeah, it's, it's 200 grams in a box. So you just dump the box oh, in there. And just, for someone like me, where would you find those in the grocery oh, store? Um, they're usually in the baking aisle. Okay. So they'll be like flour, yeast, Oreo crumbs. Oh, sweet. <laughs> yeah. So easy peasy. And then you want one cup of shredded or desiccated coconut. Same thing. You probably find that in the baking aisle. I guess it depends on the grocery store that you're in. But either by the dried fruits or in the baking aisle. And then a quarter cup of rum or your cream if you're not doing the rum. Um, a quarter cup of sweetened condensed milk. And then two tablespoons of cocoa powder. So you just mix those all together and form them into little balls that are kind of the size of a little bouncy ball or a marble or like a big olive. Well, that's pretty small. Yeah, like a truffle. So smaller than the size of like the chocolate chip protein balls you can buy at like booster yes, juice kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, like okay. two thirds that size. Okay. You could make them that size, but it's a little bit big. Okay. So you want them to be able to like pop them in the mouth for one bite mm-hmm. or, you know, bite them in half in two bites, but no bigger than that really. So you roll them into a ball, put them on a tray, throw them in your fridge for 10 minutes just so they firm up a bit. Yep. And while that they are in the fridge, you're going to take a little bowl that's microwave safe and add 150 grams of dark chocolate chips. So I think that's about a cup. Mm-hmm. I usually use my food scale so that I don't have to dirty a thousand dishes. But mm-hmm. 150 grams of like 70% dark chocolate chips is my favorite. You could also do regular milk chocolate chips or white chocolate chips or maybe even butterscotch chips. I don't know. But you could <laughs> melt them in the microwave. And basically, you want to put your microwave on 50% heat if it has that function. Microwave it for 30 seconds, stir it. Microwave it for 30 seconds, stir it until it's liquid. If you put it in for, say, a minute, and you're like, I don't have time. You might burn your chocolate, and then it will never melt. And you'll be like, oh. what is going on with this chocolate? It's thick. It's weird. Anyway, so a little at the time is the best way to go. Okay. Pop the balls out of the fridge. Dunk them in the chocolate. Use a fork. So just put them in the chocolate. Oh. Stir them with a fork. Pull them out and put them on parchment paper. Yep. And they rest for five to ten minutes until the chocolate has set. And they're good to go. Well, you don't have to put them back in the fridge. You you do, but you could eat them then, and then you want to store them in the fridge. Okay. Um, they're probably counter safe, but if your house is like warm, like say you would keep your house at like 22 degrees, yeah. they might get a little soft. Mm-hmm. So I keep mine in the fridge. Um, I've had them straight out of the freezer, and they're lovely like that as well. And then if I'm giving them away, I roll them in a little bit of cocoa powder just to give them kind of more of a truffle look. It doesn't add anything oh, to the flavor. You. <laughs> I swear. You know what? It doesn't add anything to the flavor, but it looks kind of fancy. Oh. So you could do that. You could also melt, say, white chocolate chips and put them in as a block bag, cut off the corner, and do like a drizzle over top to make them, you know, extra Oh, I like delicious. that. Yeah. So when do you serve this? This would be a dessert or an appetizer. Okay. Um, so the other weekend I put them, I did a little cheese plate. Oh. Um, I had like some marmalades and stuff and I put some of these little rum balls on there and I put them in um, a mini muffin or cupcake paper, you know, mm-hmm. like the papers. Oh yeah. Just so that they're kind of self-contained, especially if that cocoa powder on the outside of them, it will fall off a little bit. Yeah. So then I like hide them around the cheese plate. And they're just delicious. Oh, look at you. Sometimes I'm like, how did God give me this friend? Like, I go over to her house and we're just fed like kings and queens. Oh, thank you. I'm just glad that you like it. It doesn't always work out. And I'm sure, I'm sure we've had some meals where it like didn't quite work out. Or I'm trying a new recipe on you and it's not always there. So when they do work out. Seriously, we've loved them all. Oh, that thank you. I'm glad. So Ashley's got one more for you guys, and it is what we're going to call a healthier version of dessert for those of you who are looking to keep your waistline in check. That's right. (laughs) Christmas can be 
so indulgent and sometimes you want to bring something to a party or indulge in something that's maybe like on the healthier side um this is also a recipe that you could make for children i think if you left the chocolate off the top of it you could cut it up into squares and send it to school as like a Ooh, snack. okay um it's called a peanut butter cheerio square doesn't have to be cheerios that's my preference you could easily do it with rice krispies or another kind of cereal i like using the multi-grain cheerios have you ever tried them I actually have, yes. Okay, yeah. So they're still sweet, but not sweet like a honey nut Cheerio. Well, exactly. And you don't need a honey nut Cheerio for this recipe because you're adding honey to it anyway. So mm-hmm. might as well use, or if you have like old plain Cheerios that you want to use up, which I currently have. I got bought plain Cheerios by accident. Who eats plain Cheerios? Yeah. Not me. No, not now. <laughs> no. <laughs> Too many other options. Yeah, exactly. So I like the multi-grain Cheerios. Rice Krispies is equally, are equally as good. So get out a small saucepan, put in one cup of peanut butter and a half a cup of honey, and just warm it on low heat until they both melt together. You just want to stir them around. Then you add um, four cups of your multigrain Cheerios or your Rice Krispies, whatever, and just stir them as if you're making Rice Krispie squares. So just stir really? the cereal and so right do they, into it. Like, does the cereal then melt? No, the cereal stays, it keeps its shape. It just gets coated oh. in the little sauce that you've made with the peanut butter and the honey. And then I like to add two tablespoons of chia seeds to it totally optional but the chia seeds add a little crunch which is really nice and I'm very much a texture person so I add the two uh, tablespoons of chia seeds it also adds some fiber to it adds some omega-3s and chia seeds are really high in other nutrients so makes you feel like what you're eating is like a little bit healthier Mm -hmm. so basically you mix it all together get a dish that's 12 by 12 pour your mixture into the dish and press it down again like you're making puffed wheat cake or Reese crispy squares push it down until it's flat throw it in the fridge And then we're going to do the same thing we did with the rum balls, which is get a little full, put half a cup or a cup, your preference, of chocolate chips in there, and melt it. 30 seconds, stir, 30 seconds, stir. In the microwave again. In the microwave, yep. And then you're going to pour that on top of your mixture, um, level it out, give it five minutes to set, and then you can cut it into squares. And I keep these in the fridge as well. You probably don't have to. You could put them in an airtight container on the counter. Mm -hmm. But I just like my desserts cold, so... Ooh, I like that. Sounds yes. easy. It's super easy. Um, and because it's honey and peanut butter and cereal, yeah. you know, it's better than the cream and the rum <laughs> and the sugar that we were using earlier. Um, so yeah, so that'll make you 12 squares. And I love the idea that you could send it with kids to school. For sure. Yeah. Stella loves them. And I just don't put any chocolate on top for her because she really, it's a nice like added thing for Christmas or if you're serving them Mm -hmm. but it really doesn't add that much to the flavor of it Mm -hmm. and if you're doing it for Christmas time which we are add some like red and green sprinkles on top of it before it like sets yeah and then you cut it and then it looks extra pretty well I feel like our kids would love that for sure they would I was thinking um I've got our girls on Friday because our daycare is closed on Friday yeah I was thinking we maybe could make them together because I have Cheerios that are plain that I need to get rid of because what do you do with plain Cheerios Oh, Ray, our daughter, she loves baking with Ashley, mostly because she doesn't bake with me because I don't know how. (laughs) And I feel like she would love an easy bake oven or something like that. I think so. She's into it. Yeah. I was baking chocolate chips with her and Stella the other day. And Ray's way more into it than Stella. (laughs) Which is funny because Stella's the daughter of someone who cooks all the time. (laughs) I know. She wants to play with toys. But if Ray is baking, Stella will bake. So it's perfect. And Ray is very meticulous with measuring and stirring properly. She pays a lot of attention, which makes her a really good helper. (laughs) You know, things turn out well when you bake with Ray. So, Aww. 
So we won't take up too much of your guys' time, but we wanted to end because Ashley is a certified sports nutritionist. I wanted to have her give you guys a tip on how to overcome the challenges of eating around the holiday season. Because I know that can be a struggle for lots of people, whether they're on a strict diet or whether they're just someone who likes to keep their figure at a certain point. So what would you say your biggest tip for holiday eating would be? You know what? I think the most important thing you can do is to practice moderation. You don't need to indulge in every single treat that's around. Just pick your favorites and then enjoy them in moderation and eat mindfully. A lot of people tend to overeat when they're not paying attention to what they're doing. If they're having a piece of cake while they're watching a show or busy talking to family and not actually being present with their food. So pick your favorite things. Maybe it's a bun at supper, a little gravy on your mashed potatoes and a piece of pie. Enjoy those things and don't feel like you need to, you know, eat every single thing. Because there'll be a lot of things. (laughs) There's a lot of things and you know, it adds up really quickly. You just have a few bites here and there or a couple Um, treats every single night because you have them in your fridge. (laughs) You know, it happens to all of us. And I think it's really common to put on a little extra weight around the holidays. So would you say if someone's spending, let's say, three days with their family, would you say pick one of those days and have dessert or have like a small piece of dessert each night? I would have dessert each night because I think that if you're not participating in the meal, you'll feel restricted. And if you feel too restricted rather than feeling in control of your choices then you're more likely to overeat on that one meal and it negates all of the, you know, abstinence that you did earlier in the week. So I would say just eat um, until you feel satisfied rather than full. Enjoy what you're eating, but have a little indulgence each of those nights. Having an extra piece of pie each of those nights is not going to make you add, you know, a lot of body fat. You probably won't even notice it. You'll probably just maintain your body weight. It's if you really go overboard and you're having treats at breakfast, lunch, and dinner, plus eggnog and wine, and you're not exercising as much, that's when it really starts to add up. Cool. I like that. So last thing, how can people find you? You can find me most, I'm most active on Instagram at Ashley Quick Fit. So A-S-H-L-E-Y and then quick, just like it sounds, Q-U-I-C-K and then fit, F-I-T, or you can check out my website, ashleyquickfit.com. Which is where the cookbooks are. That's where you get the cookbooks. So they're downloadable. You don't have to order a paper copy. That's you right. They pay. come as a PDF. Yes. Love it. Yeah. You pay and then there it is in your inbox. You just download it. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on here. Thanks for having it's me. It's nice to have one of my best friends. I'm used to just being Brad and I. So. <laughs> well, I'm happy to be here. Yeah. It's a nice little treat for us. Um We're actually going over to Ashley's house on Friday night so our girls can exchange their little Christmas presents because they're best friends. So I will try to be active on there and show you what amazing food she's going to Maybe we'll make those Cheerios squares with the girls. Yes. Love it. Wonderful. Okay. Well, we will see you guys on the next episode. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.